Hello and welcome to the Monsters, Myths, and Mayhem podcast. First episode of the new year. I'm Silver and our lovely co-host. Chaotic. <laughs> our Glad to bring you this first episode of the new year. We're doing a winter monster, winter related monster, kind of, of the Orcadian folklore. Mm -hmm. Do you have any guesses? I no, No, I have no educated guesses right now. Well, have you heard of the Orcadian folklore? Um, like heard of it? Yes. Actually looked into it? No. Okay. Well... Orcadian folklore is kind of like a mix of folklores. A lot of people say it is a mix of Scottish folklore and Norse mythology. Okay, that's interesting. It originates on a, like a, I think they call it a archipelago. It's where a bunch of islands are together. They're the Orkney Islands. There's like 70 of these little islands they were pretty much ruled by different governing forces throughout the history. So the mythologies just kind of got mixed and together. And only about 50 of the 70 islands are inhabited, leaving 20 uninhabited. That's, uh, that's wild. I believe it's kind of ruled over by Scotland right now. But the Orkney Islands have a bunch of different history to them. Uh, but... We're not here really to talk about the islands. We're here to talk about the creature that kind of terrorizes them. Oh, so as always, as always a, a straight, straight asshole fucking with shit. Got it. Pretty much. This creature is not good whatsoever. It's got like zero good in it at all. It is the Knuckle of V. That is a, that's a unique name. From what I read, it supposedly means devil of the sea or kind of... Necla V word came from a Arcadian word that means I think devil horse in the, from the sea. So is this like a is this a sea creature? Kinda, yes. It's both a sea creature and a land creature. I was about to say, with with being a winter creature, I guess I just expected a land like a an actual like on land creature, but it's unique that it is also a sea creature. It's kind of a winter creature as well, because it only comes out during the winter months. Because during the summer, it is restrained by the deity known as the Mither of the, oh, the, of the Sea. The Mither of the Sea. Just kind of like a spring-summertime goddess. It kind of restrains and keeps it in place down in the ocean. Would you like me to describe the Nuklovi? I would love that, please. Okay, listeners, chaotic, get your mental imaging ready. Picture a horse. Okay. Six foot tall. All right. Picture a man on top of the horse, on its back. Okay. But the man has no legs. Okay. Now take the man's arms and stretch their arms down to the ground and make him have claws. Okay. Okay, now, now zoom in on his head. Expand it out to three feet in diameter. Like flat? Nope, just round, like a three-foot round sphere. Three-foot round diameter sphere. Okay. Okay, now ready for the kicker? Sure. Rip all its skin off. 
What the fuck is going on? That is the Nuckleby. He is a like a, and the man is uh, physically combined with this horse, so they are one. It's like a centaur with the horse part still attached, skinless, long arms, bobblehead. It is a terrifyingly ugly creature, as you can imagine. I am disgusted just by my mental image. I. I just like, and I know I'm probably not even picturing it right, but bleh. a lot of the imagery that we see on online shows it with a regular sized head, but everything else the same. Oh yeah, and take the horse's face, get rid of both eyeballs, and just put one glowing red eyeball in the center. You said glowing. Glowing. Is it like a certain color, or is it just like a majestic glow? Red. Okay, all right, GG's. I don't know why I expected anything different. It's pretty much uh, seen as a demon in the islands. As in, even if you, they don't even really want you to say its name. But one good thing, it's a solitary creature. It does not hunt in packs. That's nice. Um, for some reason, when you said solitary, I went to, like, sentient? And I was like, does he just stand there? But um, I understand what you mean now. <laughs> this creature also has a certain ability, you one might say. As in, it can give plants, people, it can give plants, peoples, it can give plants, animals, and people plague. <laughs> the struggle bus. I'm following though. It can give them the plague. Plagues, viruses, sickness, just overall bad health. The horse head, the horse part of it said to like, spew out this toxic gas that causes all these harmful effects to go on. Is the uh, the harm it's causing to them like comparable to like a winter harm that would happen to like people or plants or anything like that? Like, I guess what makes them a wintry monster? That they come out during the winter. That's it. Yeah, I guess you could so like, convince that the crops wilting and dying because it also causes plants to wilt and die. Also, a winter effect, like from a cold winter. How right, right, wilt. right. Like if you if you let your plants get frost or anything like that. Yeah, and uh, something that it really hates is if you burn seaweed. This will get it really mad. From what I see, they said burning seaweed into kelp. Is is that the uh, sea part of them? <laughs> is that like their sea relation? Oh no, they uh they live in the oceans. They're a saltwater creature. No skin. All right. Lives in the yeah, ocean. Yeah, I. Mm -hmm, yep. Understood that. You thank you for reliving that for me. Yeah, no one really knows why it hates seaweed being burnt, but I'm gonna guess that it probably has something to do with it living in the sea. Maybe that's how it reproduces is through seaweed. Or maybe that's just its favorite food and people are burning it to uh, make kelp and the people of the Orkney Islands were looking to make potash, which is good for the soil. The people of the Orkney Islands, they had a big production going on of burning seaweed in order to make kelp and potash for their farming and as their main export for a while. And during that time, Pretty much all their horses they had on the islands, all 70 islands, came down with the disease. And it killed all their horses. 
I did not write the disease's names down. As a horse myself, anything related to this thing, I'd be like, I don't own it. I'm just going to eat out of here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're not a horse. I'm not, but I would if I were a horse. Ah. You know? Yeah. I would just be like, I'm eating. Or did you mean that, like, the horses are like, you're not a horse? You confused me. <laughs> you confused me. I was like, I, I it, okay, so I meant, like, as a horse, I would be like, I don't claim that thing. You know, because you said that, like, horses die and stuff. Yes. So I'd be like, I'm just going to die because I want to be part of this anyways. Um, because that thing's monstrous. Do you imagine seeing that thing as a horse? No, I'm good. What happened? Is that what <laughs> hell looks like for horses? You know what I mean? Like they had to be like freaking the fuck out. But then you said, you're not a horse. And I was like, did he think that I meant like, were yeah. you pretending to be the horses being like, you're not a horse. Or did you like mean it? Like, I'm not a horse. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> I have no clue what I was thinking. This entire productive 10-minute conversation is completely obsolete. Please ignore. <laughs> I started with that the horses got sick from a plague. Then you went and I'm not a horse. <laughs> or even no, a no, horse. that's not even what happens. <laughs> you were like, the horses got sick from a plague and died. And, I was, and I'm like trying to relate to them on a horse level. I'm like, yeah, if uh, I was a horse, I'd just die too. Because I don't want to see that. That's probably like horse hell for them. And then you were like, you're not a horse. And I was like, are you saying I'm not a horse? Or are you pretending to be a horse saying that that thing's not a horse? So like I was, it was just. Uh... <laughs> Let's just say all the above and keep on trucking. All right. We're going to keep moving through. GG's. Uh yeah, well, that's pretty much all there is about. Oh no, there is one thing. How do you how do you think you get away from the Neclo V? What do you think its one weakness is? Touching its raw ass skin. I don't know. It actually prefers that. Ew! Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> one more guess. Oh, I don't know that I want to guess anymore. I suggested touching his nasty ass raw skin as like, cause you know, like when you lose a fingernail and that raw skin hurts, like that's what I pictured. And you were like, it likes that. So I'm just, my brain just 404 EXE'd. That's disgusting. What if it like salt water um, on its skinless body? It's, you know how salt water feels on the, when you rip it like a hangnail? What? It's terrible. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. Anyways, um, another way to stop it. Cut off its bowling ball of a head. I mean, that would probably do if you can get close enough with his long Slenderman arms. Oh, God. I don't like the Slenderman. Please. <laughs> no. Uh, the answer is fresh water. The Nuckle V hates fresh water as it will go nowhere near it. And this includes streams, locks, rivers, rain. You would never find the Nuckle V out in the rain. Also, another fun fact. It has yellow veins and black blood. That you can see. Ew. What? It just continuously gets worse. Please. Uh, that's like you can see it running through their body. Yep. You can see its heart pumping it. Or hearts. I'd imagine it has two hearts, two brains. Like the horse is Ew. probably its own sentient. Ew. The horse doesn't have skin? No, the horse doesn't either. The whole thing doesn't? Yeah. They're like merged together. It's like a skinless weird centaur combination.
Yeah, but that's kind of all for the facts of the Nukla V. So that's just like standard lore facts things? Yep. There's only one story with him in it. Because there's been only one eyewitness account of him that have survived. I did not write it down, so I shall go off the memory of the like 16 different times I've heard it on different podcasts and YouTube videos. Because there is only one one eyewitness story. I am ready to hear it. If listeners are looking for an accurate story, they should probably head somewhere else. So I'm going to try and do this from memory. I'm sure you'll find it really quick. So there was this gentleman named Tomas. He was walking down a straight of land. On one side of him was a lock. And the other side of him was the ocean. And he seen this figure approaching him. It looked like a gentleman on horseback. So he kept walking forward. Until he got close enough to realize that, hey, that thing's skinless. Oh, wait. Gross. Its arms are touching the ground. That must be the Nukla V. Remembering what his grandpappy told him back in the day from stories he's heard of the Nukla V is you never want to run away from fake creatures. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. he kept walking towards it. And as they were pushing together, he ended up pretty much. Instead, uh, just kind of watching it and slowly backing away, uh, keeping an eye on it so, he do- so you never turn your back on a fake creature. So he didn't turn his back. Eventually, he got to where it started to chase him. He started running backwards and uh, it ended up splashing some, and he headed towards the lock side of the straight moor. And splashing fresh water from the lock. Onto the leg of the Nekla V, as soon as he got real close, which the Nekla V did not like, it made like a thunderous neigh. This bought him enough time to book it, and he made it to a nearby stream that fed the lock, and he managed to jump into it and swim across to the other side, and the Nekla V would not chase him. That was the only account of someone meeting the Nekla V and living to tell the tale. So it was just a, a matter of outsmarting then in that in that instance. Yeah. I imagine he would have been okay if he would have just dove into the lock as well. Right. But I don't know if he actually knew how to swim. Which would have been issues. Plus there's other mm-hmm. things in freshwater that could have got him, like a kelpie maybe. Okay. Maybe the seahorses are... Maybe the horses are working together. The Nekla V drives him into fresh water, then the Kelpie grabs him. Gross. Alright. Hate all of that. Yeah, but that's pretty much all for the regular story, but you can also find the Nekla V. There, he is mentioned in Supernatural. They had one that was just a regular horse in the TV show Grimm. Uh, he, is in, he is in the TV show... Uh, called Ruby, R-W-B-Y. He is also in Scribblenauts. The, there's a video game called The Bard's Tale. They mention the Nukla V in a song. And for those SCP agents, uh, SCP number 3456 is also a Nukla V. Okay. SCP is Secure, secure Contain, Protect. All right. And that's all the media. 
I was gonna say I I've never I've never had an interaction at all about this creature, so it is very interesting to learn about. However, I have like zero input other than this is horrifying. On to some mayhem then. I am down for some mayhem. What do you think about the overall mayhem? I'd say it's probably not going to be very high, especially modern day, because its weakness is fresh water. We have a fresh water source pretty much everywhere nowadays, uh, besides maybe some not-so-developed countries. Right. And most plagues and stuff can be fought off relatively smooth, besides the most recent ones. Yeah, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about Bruno. We don't. That's the Bruno of the uh, of the time period. Yeah, I would say it would definitely be a bigger threat. Like in the the eighteen hundreds, stuff like that would have been much uh, much scarier of a threat. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I I agree. I think modern day society not so much. Um, like you said, third world countries, stuff like that. I feel like it could still be an issue ish, depending on how developed, how assisted they are, especially with water sources and stuff. Um. But, like, I almost feel like even then, a lot of that doesn't have any, like, seawater around it. Some does. Um, but, like, don't they have to have the sea salt water to, like, exist around? Yeah. And they also say that he changes form when he's in the sea. So this is a very... I hate everything about this creature's form. I hate it. Nobody knows what he looks like in the ocean. Nobody's seen him in the ocean. There's not even uh, hypothetical questions about what he looks like in the ocean. Everybody just knows he changes forms when he goes into the ocean. Sometimes you can see his human head sticking above the ocean waves. Gross. No. No. I, I hate it. I hate all of it. If he's skinless, too, that means he has no eyelids. I hate... I literally <laughs> just... Every single ounce of this creature. There's one person that we know that... Really loves this creature. There's a Nex. Ah, damn it, Nex. I know, and you know what? That fits so fucking perfectly for all of the uncomfortable things and facts that Nex sends me constantly. Absolutely, this creature would be one of Nex's favorites. It, it is unsurprising to me. I am so mad right now. Nex, when you hear this, just know I'm still mad about it. You think someone would try and keep it as a pet? Nex, yeah. yes, absolutely. Have a freshwater bottle, just bad. Psh, psh, psh. Like a cat? Just <laughs> literally. <laughs> Calm down. Sit down. Go back where you came from. Get in time out. Imagine if you could train it well enough you could use it as a form of transportation. No. No. Nobody is using... Do not... Bleh. The sounds alone from... Bleh. No. Mm -mm. Nope. I hate I hate it. It is a crazy creature... Especially, especially how it looks, it's more horrifying. I think it's one of the most horrifying creatures we've, uh, at least appearance-wise, done. There's, there's not very many creatures that make me uncomfortable just from their presence, but seeing that would make me so uncomfortable. That's one of the creatures that I would, I would be physically terrified of. I'd be. Mm -mm. So there's probably a no then for going to the uh, bodies without skin museum that travels around. I'm good, Silver. I'm good. You you go do that and you send me pictures that I will never look at. I'm not doing that. Okay, then. Well, I guess that's going to wrap up this episode, then. The first episode of the new year. I love that. 
Hope everybody's 2023 is going good so far. No skinless oars encountered along the ocean front. What'd you say? Skinless what? What'd you say? Skin skinless horrors. Skinless horrors. Yes. Once again, once again, my perfect little myths. I thought he said skinless horrors. And we really got to work on the fact that horror has no pronunciation in it. <laughs> I am bad with R's. I was in speech well, stuff the, for R's. Listen, so. listen, the fucked up part about that was that in my mind, I was like whores. And I was like, no, Silver didn't say that. It's definitely horse. And then you were like horrors. And I was like, okay, so I was nowhere near <laughs> what I needed to be at. Oh, close enough. I mean, if you encounter any of those things skinless on the beach, I'd still probably walk away. Maybe get your water bottle out and, you know, ready to spray. So still special thanks to Mondi, Thor, Ruby, and Nuggies for your patronage. Patronage? Patronage. Peaches. Your peaches and your nudges. Thank uh -huh. you. Hope everybody's still enjoying this show after almost a year of uh, production and chaotic with any news chaotic does not have any news um we are a little by the time this comes out we'll be a little over a month away from our tournament in february so if you've not already signed up as a substitute and or um just a team member then uh please consider doing so our form is in the Discord and or on the official Chaos by Daylight Twitter. Um, I'm sure that I can tag our Twitter for the podcast in it and repost it here in a little while as well. So, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That's all we're doing. Um, other than that, nothing crazy. The only thing new with the podcast is we hit 1,500 views before the end of the year last year, so... Let's go. Also, um, I promise that it's not the new year for me yet recording this, okay? So this doesn't count. But I promise to make a new outro <laughs> for the new year, okay? Because it's been pointed out to me by a couple people now that it still says coming out on Monday because it's the old outro. And I know that I will change it this year, I promise. It comes out this Wednesday. Don't listen to my outro. Ignore it. Cover your earballs. Put some cotton balls in. I will make a new outro the next show. Okay? Thank you. See, it was pointed out to me, too, but it wasn't about the Monday thing. Is that it didn't say Amazon on it or whatever we're also on. Oh, my God. Throw it away. Throw the whole <laughs> outro out. This one will be outro list then. GG's, it's outro list. Uh, make sure you guys do the thing. Follow us everywhere, literally everywhere, any site, anything, anywhere. Follow us. Do the things. Uh, Wednesday, motherfuckers. Wednesday. Thank you. <laughs> GG's. If you want to give the podcast a Christmas gift, just, you know, leave a rate and review on any of the sites, all the sites. Uh, and if we'll your review says that that outro, outro says Monday, <laughs> I will hunt you down and I will bring this monster with me. Okay. Now you're just looking to have next right that it wasn't a Monday. I know damn well one of these heathens is going to be like, the podcast is great, but the outro is wrong. I can feel it. I can feel it in my nuggets. Something's going to happen. Somebody's going to do it. Let's roll the music for the heathens.
And that's it. Afro circus. Circus Afro. Poke it up. Poke it up. Poke it up. Afro. I was trying to think of the other song that's like the the like doomsday Beethoven song. It's that Beethoven song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Dun, 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 dun,